Chapter Twenty Two of the Brownies, their book by Palmer Cox. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Recording by Jude Summers. Chapter Twenty Two The Brownies' Friendly Turn. One night, while snow was lying deep on level plain and mountains steep, a sheltered nook the Brownies found where conversation might go round. Said one, the people hereabout their wood supply have taken out but while they stripped the timber lot the village parson they forgot now that good man the story goes as best he can must warm his toes another spoke the way is clear to show both skill and courage here you're not the sort i know to shirk and coward-like to flee from work you act at once whene'er you find a chance to render service kind nor wait to see what others do in matters that appeal to you this task in waiting must be done before another day has run the signs of change are in the air a storm is near though skies are fair as oft when smiles the broadest lie the tears are nearest to the eye to work let every brownie bend and prove to-night the parson's friend we'll not take oxen from the stall that through the day must pull and haul nor horses from the manger lead but let them take the rest they need since mystic power is at our call by ourselves we'll do it all our willing arms shall take the place of clanking chain and leather trace and round the door the wood will strew until we hide the house from view at once the brownies sought the ground where fuel could with ease be found a place where forest fires had spread and left the timber scorched and dead and there throughout the chilly night they tugged and tore with all their might some bearing branches as their load with lengthy poles still others strode or struggled till they scarce could see with logs that bent them like a v while more from under drifts of snow removed old trees and made them go like ploughs along the icy street with half their limbs and roots complete some found it hard to train their log to keep its place through jolt and jog while some mistaking ditch for road were almost buried with their load and but for friends and promptest care the morning light had found them there the wind that night was cold and keen and frosted brownies oft were seen they clapped their hands and stamped their toes they rubbed with snow each numbing nose and drew the frost from every face before it proved a painful case and thus in spite of every ill the task was carried forward still some were by nature well designed for work of this laborious kind and never felt so truly great as when half crushed beneath a weight while wondering comrades stood aghast and thought each step must be the last but some were slight and ill could bear the heavy loads that proved their share though at some sport or cunning plan 
they far beyond their comrades ran. Around the house some stayed to pile the gathered wood in proper style. Whichever harder work they found, as higher and higher rose the mound. Above the window sill it grew, and next the cornice hid from view. And ere the dawn had forced a stop, the pile o'erlooked the chimney top. Some hands were sore, some backs were blue, and legs were scraped from slipping through where ice and snow had left their mark, on rounded log and smoothest bark. That morning, when the parson rose, against the pane he pressed his nose, and tried the outer world to scan to learn how signs of weather ran. But round the house, behind, before, in front of window, shed, and door, the wood was piled to such a height, but little sky was left in sight. When next he climbed his pulpit stair, he touched upon the strange affair, and asked a blessing rich to fall upon the heads and homes of all who through the night had worked so hard to heap the fuel round the yard. His hearers knew they had no claim to such a blessing if it came, but whispered, We don't understand. It must have been the Brownie Band. End of chapter 22